This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Tara Ritchie. How y'all feeling? How's everybody doing? Hope you're out there staying hydrated today. Monday, August 9th. Counting down the days until the season begins around college football. And we've got a college football question for you today. Some college football topics to dive into. Some A-State topics to dive into. So I might as well dive into the intro, get that out of the way. So we can tell you what we got going on. Hey, it's the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us here on The Ticket. KDA 970 AM, along with 95.3, and 104.1 KBRI. We're streaming online at 953theticket.com. And, of course, in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search for KNEA, and uh, you're going to be all set. If you want to shout at us today, super simple. Pick up your phone, 930-3776 is the number on the Ritter Communications hotline. Uh, you can also interact with us on social, facebook.com slash 95.3 The Ticket, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie at 95.3 The Ticket, or by using the hashtag WDRZ. Got the question all posted for you there, all ready to go. So, hey, good stuff. Hey, I'm uh, Kara, by the way, joined in studio by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. And it's just us today hanging out, at least yeah. on the microphones. Yeah. We've got a lurker in studio, but that's all right. Sitting over there being quiet for the time being. Uh, let's dive into just a couple quick headlines before we get into the KavanaughCars.com question. And uh, there is breaking news from the Sunbelt Conference and from Arkansas State. They've announced the preseason soccer awards and poll today. A-State is all over this. Good grief. Uh, preseason. Let's see. This is going to be like a list. All right. So A-State has swept the preseason offensive and defensive player of the year honors. Sarah Sedoma was voted the Sunbelt Conference Preseason Offensive Player of the Year. She's won, like, every award <laughs> for, like, three seasons now, so no surprise there. Uh, Megan McClure, goalkeeper, is the league's Preseason Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, those two are on the All-Sunbelt team. They're also joined by second-year freshman defender Haley Cloud. As far as where the Red Wolves were picked in the poll, second, dun-dun-dun. To uh, last year's champ, South Alabama. A-State got hosed in that game, by the way. <laughs> so we're talking about <laughs> grudges <laughs> last week. I wonder if one of Brian Dooley's is uh, the grudge on that Sunbelt Championship game officiating crew, but don't want to speak for him. Uh, but uh, South Al gets 117 points, eight first-place votes. A-State uh, gets 110 total points, two first-place votes. So those are, those are the two preseason faves by a, a decent margin. And, uh, by the way, there is soccer to be played this weekend. And they're going to have their exhibition opener coming up. So uh, keep an eye out for for soccer scores coming out before you know. Elsewhere for Arkansas State, practice continues for A-State football. They hit the field for the first time on Friday. Practice Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They'll be at it today. I believe that today is the first day for full pads this afternoon. So that's going to be a test. First day of full pads, a heat index of... What are we looking at today? Like 105? Yeah, it's it's already very hot. It's, so, By the way, we came to the, the office this morning with the AC out at East Arkansas Broadcasters. But need to get the name of who fixed our 
AC because literally it was instantaneous. There's never, never in the history <laughs> of service calls has somebody ever showed up that quickly to repair any type of broken appliance, air conditioner, heater, you name it. Uh, we need to show them some love. Really appreciate them getting that fixed up. But, but yeah, this is going to be a good day to test the adversity for Arkansas State football. Four state four straight days of practice. Uh, when you look at today, haven't had a day off yet, so how will this team be able to battle through it? Uh, we'll find out later on this afternoon when we talk with Butch Jones. Just a heads up that we will hear from Butch Jones on today's show. In fact, uh, probably about 12.15 or so is when we'll be looking at bringing you some audio from Coach Jones. Just a heads up, it's, it's a tiny bit windy, the audio is. We're going to do our best to, to make it through. If it gets too annoying, you know, we'll call an audible and go from there, but uh, we'll see. In Razorback News, of course, they spent all weekend on the practice field as well. And uh, they continue to be added to, uh, Razorbacks continue to be added to uh, some watch list. In fact, uh, Traylon Burks was named to the Earl Campbell, Traylon Smith, excuse me, wrong Traylon there. Uh, the running back was named to the watch list for the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award, which recognizes the top offensive player in Division One football from the state of Texas. And then... Oh, an award I, I didn't know was actually a thing, or maybe I've overlooked it in previous years. Jordan Silver for the Razorbacks has been tabbed to the Patrick Manley Award watch list. That's the best FBS senior long snapper. So <laughs> learn something new today about uh, watch list season. One other note in terms of the headlines, uh, Cardinals, well, they came close. In their bid to sweep Kansas City, but they lost Sunday's series finale by the final score of 6-5. to five. The Cardinals rallied to tie it in the 5th, or excuse me, in the 8th at 5. And then a rain delay hit. They lost their momentum and uh, lost the game. Final score there was 6-5. to five. So Cardinals off today. In fact, almost all of baseball is off today. There's only five games. And they'll play at Pittsburgh on Tuesday. So there's the slate. In terms of uh, some of the scores, notes, news you missed from over the weekend. There was one big uh, item of note in terms of college football news. Sad news, but uh, not necessarily unexpected. As legendary Florida State coach Bobby Bowden passed away at the age of 91. And again, sad news, but not unexpected. He had been battling pancreatic cancer. In fact, it came out... Right during right during Sunbelt Media time, right during realignment craziness time, uh, that he was dealing with some kind of terminal health condition. Uh, shortly after that, his son Terry Bowden, I think, I think at Sunbelt Media Day, did yeah. say it was it was pancreatic cancer. In fact, might have told that to to Matt Stoltz and Brad Bobo. Um, so, unfortunately, there he passed away over the weekend. But uh, goodness, I think uh, I, if I recall correctly, the statement that his son Terry put out on. Twitter said something in the, the vein of, you know, a life well lived. And so it was very easy this weekend to find numerous people around college athletics, numerous people, period, that wanted to celebrate the life of, of Bobby Bowden. We, we take our question of the day inspiration uh, a, a little bit from him today because there's no doubt he was, he was a legend in the college coaching ranks. He was insanely successful in the college coaching ranks. I don't know if his name will come up as an answer today or not, but uh, hey, we'll just see. We'll throw it out there as far as the com question. If you had to win one college football game, what coach? Current coach, former coach, anybody who's ever coached, would you want on the sideline? And that's our question. We're already starting to get uh, some responses 
from you all on social media. But we'll have, uh, when we're not doing audio here this hour, we'll have the phone lines open at 9303776. There's a lot of different ways you can, you know, kind of evaluate this. You can look at things like win percentage. You can obviously look at total number of championships. Somebody's going to throw out like the winningest Juco coach ever and just throw us for a loop, and that's okay. So we welcome all of your feedback today on that. A couple of you also have thrown out like a little bit of a bonus question and thrown out what A-State coach you'd want coaching an A-State game. Uh, if you just had to to win one there. So appreciate uh, some of you taking this question in a new and different direction and an actual good one for once. A lot of, I kid, a lot of the responses are usually good, but uh, that's the question today. Coming up throughout the course of the program again, uh, here in just a little bit, we'll dive into some audio from Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. Was going to try and bring you some player audio later on in the program uh, is, is, so many of the guys on, on the team this year, every time we've talked to them, have just been so well-spoken. Uh, sometimes athletes will give you 10-second answers, and you just kind of make the best of it. But we've had some really good answers already in just uh, this small sample size of practice. But unfortunately, just a lot, a lot of wind going on uh, yesterday, especially at Centennial Bank Stadium. But I tell you what, I'm kind of stalling just a little bit. And one, we've switched up our show schedule somewhat, and I just want to make sure everything works like it's supposed to. So we're going to go ahead and take an early break. We'll come back here in a moment. Uh, We're going to be talking practice, so hope you're all right with that. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95.3. Hey guys, EAB staff meteorologist Sarah Tipton here. I was out with friends last week and they wanted to know what I was doing to look so good. The last six weeks, I've been using the Betts Clinic Weight Loss Program and Body Contour Light. Y'all, I feel so good right now with cleansing my body and losing weight. I've lost 10% of my starting weight, 16 pounds, and I hope to lose more in the coming weeks. The best part? I can feel my obliques and see them too. My arms and shoulders are on fire. I want you to feel and look like this. Being comfortable in my body again is wonderful. If you're like me, you know what to do to lose weight, but you don't want to give it the effort. That's why I chose Club Reduce and Solutions 4. This program at the Betts Clinic combines to help you in a specific way tailored to your body's needs. Want to join me? Call Dina at the Betts Clinic at 870-931-3722. 870-931-3722. The Betts Clinic. Reviews from satisfied customers. I always hate buying, selling, or refinancing a home. First Financial Mortgage was great from start to finish. Everyone there was friendly and easy to talk to. Mary Tucker was a godsend. This was our first home to purchase, and she walked us through the entire process step by step. She is a true professional. Call Mary Tucker or Lori Weaver, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Hey, Scotty. What now? Want to go eat lunch at Southern Chef? Oh, sure, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. I want to get my car washed and save 25 cents a gallon on gas. Well, so do I. I'm going to go buy an unlimited wash package and get the first month for $1. 
VP Power Wash and Southern Chef, 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. VP Power Wash, the science of clean for your car. Sign up for any of their monthly unlimited wash packages starting at $14.99 and get the first month for $1. Yup, wash your car all you want that first month for $1. Or if you buy any single purchase car wash at the pump, you get 25 cents a gallon off your gas purchase. Save either way and keep your car clean. VP Power Wash, 2305 South Caraway. VP Power Wash. Wash and Southern Chef, 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. All right, fine. I'll just meet you there, but you're paying for lunch. Fine. I'm saving enough money on gas and car washes. I can buy your lunch for a week. Well, sounds good to me. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Katie Carlton with you today. Hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, busy weekend for, well, a lot of folks, but for Arkansas State football. We saw the Red Wolves hit the field for the first time Friday at uh, 2.30ish for the very first practice of fall camp. We'll... Uh, have some audio from Butch Jones here in a moment if I can remember to be competent and uh, get it to Kate Carlton so we can play it on the show. Everybody just talk amongst yourselves for a second here. It's Monday, you know. Sometimes things don't go right. Sometimes you wake up on Monday and you have a case of the dumbs. <laughs> so every day is a struggle. But uh, here in a second we should be able to bring you uh, some audio from Jones. Just a couple of, of notes uh, from for me personally before we dive into what he said. One, our access out there is is very limited. So there's not very often where I'm going to be able to give you, honestly, very much insight from what we are seeing on the field. Because uh, the media is allowed to go out there for the first six six periods. Each period is five minutes. So we're talking about the first half hour. What are teams typically doing in the first half hour? Well, they do like some stretches and they do some loosening up and they run up and down the field a couple times and then they do some drills. But like it's all different position work. Uh, nobody is hitting each other. Nobody is going through plays. Nobody is doing anything like that. So if you're hoping for throughout the course of the fall some type of significant insight into what the defensive line is going to look like with the new scheme or some kind of significant insight on the battle between James Blackman and Lane Hatcher in terms of of how they command the offense, how they look, the zip on their passes, things like that, well, you're out of luck, friends. <laughs> I would also like to know those things, but we're really just, uh, I'm not going to get to see them this year. I will tell you, here's my one quarterback observation. James Blackman is tall. Now, I'm pretty sure you figured that out by looking at the online roster and seeing him listed at 6'5". But he's also got, you know, he, he's got a slider frame. So he does stand out just a little bit in terms of, of his height. It's kind of like, whoa, that dude's tall. There's my quarterback observation. I'm sure that was exactly what you tuned in to hear today. So you're welcome. Uh, some other quick observations from, from Friday. You know, Arkansas State had a, a very, I guess you could say a fortunate spring. In the sense that it was a spring where the Rebels came out pretty unscathed. Uh, injury-wise, um, 
And two of the guys that were out for parts of spring in Jeff Foreman, at wide receiver, and Alan Lamar at running back. Both of those guys were out there on Friday going through the drills, doing things that you would normally see uh, in terms of being able to cut and run and plant and things like that, which Foreman was a risk, so that wouldn't have, have, have affected him. But uh, he was out there catching the ball and doing drills like that. So uh, from, from a health standpoint, it looked good going into it. One thing that I saw on Friday that was very encouraging is, which it was, you know, a, a lighter day. The guys were just out there in shells, but Dahu Green had a cloth brace on his right knee. I think we're all pretty familiar at this point in time by, with all the different things he's had to go through to try and get healthy and get on the field, period. Let Forget to stay on it, just get on the field. Uh, but to see that was encouraging. He did have on a larger brace uh, yesterday. You know, one of the more metal contraption ones that goes halfway up their thigh and halfway down their calf. But still, I mean... He looked like he was making the cuts and the turns and the things. In fact, you could even see a video that A-State football tweeted out. So, again, I know that's like a very small amount of um, eyewitness coverage from practice that, that you all were probably hoping for, but that's that's what we get this year. By the way, just a heads up, practices are, are not open to the, the public. Uh, if you do come out there, they're going to run you off five, uh, five, five uh, sessions into it, just like they do with us. In fact, they've even put up um, orange barricades that are there in that parking lot that go into where the practice field is. And so just, that's that's it. Would I love more access as a media member and as a fan? Yeah. But you know what? We still get to talk with players after practice. Coach Jones still answers all of our questions. A lot of stupid ones that I throw at him. So this is just kind of... This is what normal is for a lot of programs around the country. So it is what it is. And I don't necessarily hate the discipline level, the attention to detail, and other things like that. Also, they put up tents. So that's nice when you're out there trying to record practice audio. You're not melting. All right. Uh, and you're probably tired of hearing from me. Let's hear a little bit here from Butch Jones. As uh, I've got a couple of clips here from, from day one on Friday. I've got a couple of clips here from practice number three on Sunday just to kind of get you up to speed on what the team did this weekend, his thoughts on the team and everything else. One question that he was asked on Friday, practice number one, was about the team's vaccination status. I want to play this clip and then make it very clear that I don't care what your vaccine opinions are today. That's not what we're trying to get into. But we're going to look at this from a football perspective after we hear what Coach Jones says about uh, the percentage of his players that are currently vaccinated. Uh, I've been really proud of our players and you know when we talk about the fourth and one program again we've brought in so many speakers uh, including the governor uh, to talk to our football team and to really try to educate them in that process and uh, you know I'm not allowed to divulge exactly where we're at but we're in the high 90s um, and that's that's pretty remarkable um, and I think that shows you you know our players listening to the educational and it's all respecting everyone uh, but we've tried to do our diligence in terms of educating our players, uh, following every proper protocol that you could, uh, and put every resource we could in front of our players, and I think it shows with that. So again, not trying to get into how you feel, don't feel about vaccines. From a football standpoint, this is a phenomenal thing for Arkansas State to have a team whose vaccination level is in 
the high 90s. You know why? Because we saw the COVID protocols come out, what, last week? And the difference between how a vaccinated and unvaccinated player, the different steps they have to go through, the different tests they have to go through, the different possible or potential quarantine situations they would have to go through if they are unvaccinated. I mean, it's wildly different from what vaccinated players are are going to be dealing with. So uh, this cuts down. There's going to be positives this season. There are going to be positives with every single team in college football because they're just, it's, (laughs) this is how it is. Unless I don't know, I don't know how long the antibodies last. So there were enough guys who got it last year that who knows, maybe if the antibodies last year, they might be good this year as well. But you don't have to worry about as much about, uh, especially a contact tracing situation. Um, and, and that's what we saw time and time again last year in college football and college athletics in general, even the college football world, world series or the college baseball world series, excuse me, time and time again, it wasn't necessarily, oh, we've got 30 players that have COVID. Oh, we've got three players who had COVID and their roommates who are contact trace and the people they sit next to on the last bus ride that have to be contact trace and the people who were in their workout group over the past week that have to be contact traced. And all of a sudden you've got three positives and 30 guys out. That's what A-State had to deal with with Kansas State. So if you've got a team who is in the high 90s in terms of their vaccination percentage, all of a sudden a lot of this contact tracing stuff that everybody is dealing with that goes out the window. Also, A-State's about to save a small fortune in, in test because the testing price <laughs> going to go down dramatically when you don't have as many guys to test. When you've got, you know, four instead of 115. Dramatically different. Uh, continuing here with some audio from head football coach Butch Jones. Let's hear his thoughts about how Friday actually went as he uh, recaps practice number one for A-State football. A really good start to football season, kind of a, a day where we really find out where we're at, where we find out as a football team, where our leadership is, where our conditioning is, where our stamina endurance is, uh, and then, you know, the ability of retention to be able to take the install. This is actually the fourth time we've installed install one throughout the course since uh, January. So to be able to see the retention and then going from the meetings and, you know, a lot of new faces, I thought there was maybe a, a lot of anxiety. Uh, first of the first, first time being out here on the grass and, and make no mistake about it. It was a great learning uh, experience for our players of what it is to really go through a full day of training camp from getting up in the morning, having a lift, uh, having meetings, having a walkthrough. Uh, and then taking care of your bodies and then coming out here and having the practice that we had. We'll go back, uh, we'll go through our rejuvenation process, and then we'll have meetings. But, you know, it's all about them being professionals and how they take care of their bodies, uh, their self-talk, everything that goes into, uh, you know, playing winning football. But uh, I'll know more when I watch the video. I think it's a great starting point. But really training camp boils down to the ability to stack days. And today was kind of a foundational day. We know where we're at, and then we're looking to stack day two tomorrow. But we got a long ways to go in terms of our toughness, in terms of you know our mental conditioning, our endurance, the ability to think when we're tired, 
the ability to use fundamentals and details to be able to apply all the special teams work. So uh, typical first day, some good things and then some things we need to correct, but I think a great learning day for everyone in our program of what training camp is going to be like and, and them now understanding our expectations. One more note here from Friday, or one more, uh, I guess, clip from Friday, I should say, from Butch Jones. He did also talk about uh, how the team had gotten prepared for the day for practice, number one, and talked a little bit more about the team's mental approach to the beginning of training camp. I, I, I've liked their approach, uh, you know, starting yesterday, uh, you know, with the way they checked in, the mental approach uh, today. But you never really know until you get out here and – you know, Jeff Jones and his staff did a remarkable job, but it's still being in football shape. There's a difference in being able to fight through adversity. And if you remember, I said the mark of this football team will be how tough we are. And it's there's a lot that goes into it. And part of being a tough football team and a tough-minded individual is the ability to fight and work through adversity. And we had a lot of adversity today, and it wasn't even hot. So these individuals need to learn how to take care of their bodies, their bodies, their asset, and now they understand exactly what's expected of them. We made Butch Jones a little bit choked up on Friday, so sorry about it. Uh, that was, again, uh, the Red Wolves out there for a couple of hours on Friday, out there for a couple of hours on Saturday, uh, Sunday as well. Put the pads on for the first time yesterday. Not full pads. Uh, but did have on the pads in the, in the shorts, so they were able to kind of get after it a, a little bit more yesterday. And today uh, will be full go on the pads. Nothing like getting all dressed out for the first time when, again, it's supposed to be heat index of about 105. But but looking back to yesterday and practice number three, uh, Butch Jones always gives us a little bit of an opening statement on how he thinks the day went. And here's his thoughts on Sunday. Well, the team suffered its first uh, sudden change, having to go in the stadium and, uh, you know, really liked the way they they kind of refocused. Uh, very, very productive day. First day of shoulder pads, so the game starts to change a little bit. Uh, but, again, I thought we answered the call. You know, we really, like we talked about, improving our toughness each and every day. And I thought we took a step forward uh, in that relative to toughness. But now it's going to be how we go back. It'll be our fourth practice in a row tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, we'll have our day off uh, the next day on Tuesday. But, again, it's all about how can you reinvent yourself every single day? How can you get up? How can you find the motivation, the energy to continue to improve on a daily basis? And it's all about the consistency and performance, which we spoke about. Uh, but, again, we still haven't had a, a, a clean, complete practice overall. I've been very disappointed in our special teams to date, but I thought today we took a step forward in terms of our mental effort, our mental intensity, just the overall intensity when it comes to special teams. I mean, you don't love hearing Butch Jones talk about how the special teams are struggling a little bit. But on the flip side, I do enjoy just hearing Butch Jones mentioned special teams, period. We've said this going back to the spring, going back to uh, even when he was putting his staff together, that that would be a much more important aspect of interest for this team. It wouldn't just be, all right, what can this team accomplish on offense? What can this team accomplish on defense? He's very focused on where this team can get an edge in the special teams. So I don't know if 
He was unhappy there because the kicking was off, because the returning was off. Was there a block in the back during a live period that he was unhappy with? Which, I mean, if there is, I mean, hey, look, fans obviously got burnt out seeing that over the past couple of years. Whatever it is, we'll wait and see over the next few days if, if there's a little bit of improvement there. Uh, this is a team with, with so many newcomers, obviously. They, there has to be some strong leadership around, um, up and down the roster, even from some of the new players. And Jones was asked if any of the guys who are newbies on the roster, any one of these 54, 55 guys have stepped in and already gotten comfortable enough to, to emerge somewhat in, in leadership role, roles uh, with this team. Well, they are, and uh, we still have a long ways to go with that. But, you know, we have a leadership group, a player staff, uh, whatever you want to call it. I believe there's 18 individuals on that on that player staff. And uh, I've already met with them a number of times and we will continue to meet. And we're going to go as far as our leadership takes us. But I see the older players really stepping up. Uh, Caleb Bonner's been an exceptional leader for us, uh, holding everyone accountable, holding himself accountable. Uh, Kavon Bennett's one of those newcomers that I expect him to be a leader, uh, not, not only in his play, but vocally. He understands the expectations, the way we practice, the effort that, that's required. Uh, so he would be one of those individuals. You know, I think James Blackman is, is slowly going, growing into that role as well. And, you know, they're still kind of in the process of proving themselves to their teammates as well, and they understand that. And, you know, leadership you have to earn every day uh, by your approach and by how you lead. So, again, you know, they have to continue to grow. But I think as a football program, our leadership is continuing to grow, which has been great to see. I enjoyed listening to Butch Jones talk about Caleb Bonner. And if you go back to to spring, Jones has not been a guy that will just throw... He does not name a lot of players by name. He just hasn't. He's starting to a little bit more uh, in the fall. Heck, I don't know. He had to learn 115 guys right off the flip when he came in. So maybe he was still just didn't want to make any mistakes. But uh, I doubt that, though, because he's so prepared in everything he does. But, But... one of the first players that we heard him mention by name was undoubtedly Caleb Bonner. And you can tell the the trust he has in Caleb Bonner. Uh, Caleb Bonner went through the media sessions a couple times post-practice in the spring. He was the first player that Butch Jones sent out to meet with the media after practice number one on Friday. And so obviously he, he has to have a lot of faith in Caleb Bonner. And he's not going to continue to to put a guy out there if he doesn't have faith in him both on and off the field. Um, Again, Bonner continues to emerge as a leader. But we wouldn't see him this much if he wasn't going to be out on the football field a whole, whole ton as well. Uh, Let's talk personnel here for a moment. Of course, of course, Butch Jones has already been asked about his quarterbacks. Here's his response. I just think, you know, playing quarterback, it's like, playing point guard in basketball you got to understand how to distribute the ball and you need to take care of the football you know I thought uh, we have to do a better job of taking care of the football uh, but I thought they were in command Uh, they understand where they're going with the football and it's hard again you're just in in helmets right now so we'll know more but I've sat in all their meetings I've liked their approach Uh, I liked everything I like how they're coaching each other I like how they're pushing each other so that's been great to see one more clip here from Butch Jones. 
look, we're not going to get anything juicy on the quarterbacks this whole fall. I, I feel like I can almost just set that in stone. Uh, but one more note here uh, in terms of, of personnel groups. I'm really intrigued by what, how everything is going to shake out here at the defensive line, um, particularly the, the interior of the defensive line, because you're adding a new body in there. Uh, you're, you've added some new faces in the room. You've moved some guys from one position to another um, just to make sure you have the, the depth there. But one of the phrases that Butch Jones has used over and over and over again uh, are, the, are the words competitive depth. So ask, how is the competitive depth right now in your defensive line, particularly the interior? Uh, you know, it's, it's working in progress a little bit, but we brought a lot of individuals in. Uh, they are competing, and I think it's really elevated the game of Vidal Scott and Terry Hampton. Uh, and you saw these two individuals staying after, working on their conditioning. Uh, I think they have a lot of confidence because of their work ethic over the summer uh, with Coach Jones in the, in the sports performance area. But uh, we do have depth. But some of these newcomers we brought in, they need to continue to understand uh, the standard of expectation week in and week out, day in and day out in our football program in terms of practice, in terms of preparation both from a mental standpoint, a conditioning standpoint, and also just an overall taking care of your body standpoint. Again, Butch Jones from practice on Friday, from practice on Sunday. We'll hear from him later. Practice today. We're going to be, I've got like Allen Iverson's quote in my head on repeat. (laughs) We talking about practice. Hey, it's a preseason. That's just what we're going to be talking about a lot. Uh, A couple more things I want to mention about practices over the weekend, but I tell you what, let's take a quick breather. Our phone lines are open, 930-3776, asking you today, uh, if you had to win one college football game, what coach would you want there with you on the sideline? Keep it right here with us. We'll be back in just a moment on the Workday Red Zone. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook. And follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Rice prices still on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. September corn at 552 down three with December corn at 554 and a half down two. August soybeans at 1434 and three quarters up 12 and a half with September soybeans at 1342 down two and a quarter. September wheat at 712 and a quarter down six and three quarters with December wheat at 726 and three quarters down six and a half. October cotton at 9113 down 129 with December cotton at 9098 down 72. September rice at 1337 up five cents with November rice also up a nickel to 1365. Moving on to livestock. Now, August live cattle 12285 down 15 with October live cattle 12720 down 67 and a half. August feeder cattle 15895 down 90 with September feeder cattle 16310 down 22 and a half. August lean hogs at 10875 unchanged with October lean hogs at 8460 down $3. That's your EAB noon market report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. The Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame Class of 2020 and 2021 induction ceremony is September 23rd at Chenal Country Club in Little Rock with proceeds benefiting the new home of the Hall of Fame, the Museum of the Arkansas Grand Prairie in Stuttgart. The generous contributions of Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame partners are instrumental to preserving the traditions and history of Arkansas duck hunting. No matter the size of your business or organization, there are many ways that you can support and give back to your outdoor community, like becoming a sponsor of the Hall of Fame. Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame sponsors receive 
exclusive exposure to 250 event attendees with a vested interest in conservation, waterfowl, and hunting while supporting Arkansas Heritage and the Museum of the Arkansas Grand Prairie, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations benefiting the museum are tax deductible. Visit waterfowlerhof.com to discover how a sponsorship can help support your organization's goals. Again, go to waterfowlerhof.com to learn more. Presented by Saracen Casino Resort, the Arkansas Waterfowler Hall of Fame, preserving Arkansas's duck hunting heritage for the future. Hello, I'm estate planning and elder law attorney Chad Oldham. More and more often today, I hear clients tell me that the only thing golden about the golden years is that it takes all the gold to grow old. Don't be a victim of rising health care and nursing home costs. Be prepared. Have a plan. Contact us today to find out how we help our clients protect and preserve assets for family and future generations. The Oldham Law Firm, 603 Southwest Drive in Jonesboro, or visit us on the web at oldhamlawfirm.com. Join Lori and Preston this Friday, 11 to 1, at Stadium View Apartments for the Fall 2021 Big Move-In Day. Stadium View offers two- and four-bedroom units, resort-style amenities, and a convenient location to the A-State campus. Call 870-520-6326 or visit liveatstadiumview.com. Stadium View, luxury student living at affordable prices. 2508 East Johnson. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Ray Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, uh, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Kate Carlton hanging out with you. 9303776 is the number to call for. We're asking you today if you had to win one college football game, what coach? Former or current, would you want on the sideline? Uh, honestly, well, Saban's going to come up a lot today. Already has came up today. He was first answer today. Not a big surprise there. But, <laughs> did get a graphic from Chase, who points out, Nick Saban has lost to Louisiana Monroe. Chad Morris has never lost to Louisiana Monroe. (laughs) (laughs) Now, nobody's going to pick that second answer. But uh, Nick Saban is not infallible. He's had losses along the way. And one of the things that I wanted to look at today, more because I was just curious than than anything else, but I've found a list of, of coaches you know, ranked all-time by win percentage. And it's a good list because one of the things that's really dumb in college football is like the NCAA will punish somebody and they get stripped of five wins or four wins or whatever. So if you look at Nick Saban's NCAA record, they've it's got like five fewer losses than it should because nobody cares. They won those games on the field. It's a stupid, stupid punishment. But if you go back and you look all-time at coaches on this list, with one uh, qualification, the particular list I'm looking at, they had to spend a minimum of 10 years coaching at a um, 
well, D1 back in the day, or FBS school required to qualify. Nick Saban actually ranks 14th on that list. Now, he's got an all-time win percentage of 800, which is pretty salty. And obviously, he gets numerous boosts on his resume due to the numerous NCAA championships that he has won. But if you look at guys who have coached from the 2010s to more recently, he's actually a guy who ranks third in terms of looking at where he's at compared to some of his peers. And he just has the teeniest, tiniest little edge over Bob Stoops. Saban's win percentage is is, uh, 80%. Bob Stoops is at 79.8. So Stoops just would have had a couple more games. He might could have caught him in there. And uh, heck, if he ever decides to come back, he might uh, might still possibly do that. But it's an interesting list, uh, no doubt. By the the number one answer, or the the number one guy on the top of the leaderboard is an answer that I don't know how much we'll we'll hear today, and not because he wasn't an excellent coach. He obviously was. It's just that nobody listening right now was alive when he was at the helm of Notre Dame, and that's Newt Rockney, career record of one hundred five. 12 and 5. But his last year coaching the Fighting Irish was 1930. So if you're alive and listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> or you're listening right now and you were alive when Newt Rockney was coaching. And you actually remember any of the games that he coached. Man, would we love your insight on the type of coach that he was. The numbers tell us he was really successful. But please, share your Newt Rockney stories with us. Would love to hear it. Red Wolf Mark is with us. What are you doing? Hello there, Miss Care. How are you? Good. You doing all right? Um, I am doing good. I'm ready for some football. Red Wolves. I, I think a lot of us are, no doubt. Yeah. I think what Bush Jones said all of them had their shot. COVID. He said high 90s. High 90%. High 90s. So, uh, so a whole uh, lot of players do. Oh, 90%, huh? More than 90%, yeah. No, more than 90. About, about 100 of them, huh? Well, Probably. But high 90s, Red Wolf Mark. So. High 90s. Well, that is good. We'll just pull a number out of the air and say it's 96.2%. I don't know that yeah, for that a is, fact, but that's my guesstimate. Yeah. That is great. That, now, now let's, we, need to, we need more people. We need, more, we need uh, all, the, all the other Red Wolf fans out here get vaccinated. We need them to get their shots. Because our football team got theirs. Go, go and let them... Let them give your give your shot vaccine shots, and uh, let, let's get back to normal, people. Because this this is America. America. This is America we live in. We, we, let's get back to normal. Last last time I checked, what else you got going on today, Red Wolf yep. Mark? Um, let, let's say yeah, we're taking the donations for Salvation Army. Okay. Through, through the month of August. And uh, if you want to drop off some stuff, I mean, cleaning supplies, uh, uh, paper towels, toilet paper, uh, sheets, towels, hygiene items, and uh, baby stuff. Okay. Baby diapers and uh, baby wipes and stuff like that. And you can drop stuff off at Valley Ridge Baptist Church, and we'll give you a phone number where you can call me and drop that stuff off. Okay. Uh, it's 870-340-8697. Okay. And then I'm going to say one more thing. Go out there and get your shots for all our Red Bulls guys and our team. Thank you, let's Red Wolf Let's Mark. get back to normal. 
Go America. Thank you. Go America. I, that is honestly one of my favorite calls from <laughs> Reynolds Mark. It really it This really is America. Was. <laughs> I just Can we Y'all. That needs to be a recurring like bit coming back from breaks. This is America. We're gonna split up that audio. <laughs> There's no doubt. I, I just want to tell everybody who's listening right now, y'all, if 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 we don't get these vaccine vaccines taken care of as a community and something happens to where there is some kind of issue with tailgating, I am not mentally going to be able to handle a runnable mark calling in every week oh, to try and freeload some food because he can't get it at Tailgate City. So there's there's your reason to go get your shot. Do it do it for Red Wolf Mark. Do it for all of us. Do it for America. What do you think of that call, Zach? I tell you I love it. And I hope in the future you can encourage him to sing the national anthem on here and maybe do the Pledge of Allegiance while you're at it. Make this ongoing thing. Hey, it's just Monday. We got a lot of we got a lot of show to kill for the rest of the week. We can we can see what happens. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, once again, I want to commend Mark on his uh, 60-pound weight loss. I'm really glad that even though that now he's a super, uh, a, a social media superstar, that he still remembers to check in with us and see how we're doing. Well, Mark, Mark keeps it real, Kara. He yeah. keeps it real. He's not, you know what I mean? He don't forget his roots and, he, you know, his uh, beginnings as a freeloader that was eating everything inside. He gets his hands on. He, he, he's got, he's got a uh, digestive system like a billy goat, you know what I mean? But, uh. He started eating healthier, and now he's looking looking lean and mean. I'm telling you, he's. Uh, I think he went from 260 to 207 right now. Okay, and still remembers a little people. At, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed. Remember the show Breaking Bad? You ever seen Breaking Bad? No. Cade, you have right. Yes. Huel, you know Huel, uh, Saul's bodyguard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he made an amazing weight loss transformation that kind of reminds me of Mark. So. Anyways, but yeah, big up to Mark. Whatever Mark's doing, you're doing something right. But uh, it's even, hey, guys, it's even caused me to get even more motivated and get, get in the gym and step up my weight, you know, weight training program after seeing, you know, Mark progress he's made. It's, it's just, that's got to be the uh, topic of the summer right there, guys. Don't y'all agree? Thank goodness preseason is here. Anyways, what we got going on today? Hey, uh, if you had to win one, college football game what coach would you want on the sideline current or former current or former uh i'm gonna go with nick saban carol okay i think that's uh probably the uh <laughs> the leader of the clubhouse but uh i guess y'all are uh you know, talked about bobby Bowden's passing over the weekend at 91 years old yeah yeah that's what we we kind of let off today's show with he was obviously a legendary coach a ton of success and yeah. just as accomplished for you know what he did off the field as, as what he did on it yeah, I mean, he was probably one, probably one of the big, I mean, he, in the 90s, didn't he win two in the 90s, 93, I want to say 98 or 99? That I sounds mean, right. You know, highly successful. But hey, he was 91 years old, and if, if you told me today, hey, you get to live to your 91, I, I think I'd be a happy camper, don't you guys? I think I'd get tired just thinking about it, to be honest with you. Well, maybe <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. You might, we'd probably talk with some ditchers right now if he was 91 years old. I, uh... I already take enough ibuprofen at 40. I don't want to know what that's going to be like at 91. Oh, Lord, yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. Jeff, put me down for Nick Satan. I mean, Saban. 
Noted. So, anyways, see y'all. See ya. Appreciate the phone calls during that segment, but I tell you what, we need to take a quick break. We will continue to have open phone lines here before we wrap up uh, this noon hour, but uh, keep it with us. We'll be back in a moment on the ticket. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After USA beat France in the men's basketball gold medal, they rightfully celebrated, but it didn't seem like as much of the thrill of victory as much as it was the relief of victory. Afterwards, Coach Greg Popovich said he couldn't wait to go back to the hotel and have some wine. He was in a tough spot. The roster was disrupted by COVID. Team improved throughout the games, but it was a struggle. The rest of the world is catching up competitively. It's a tricky situation. There's a bit of fatigue with the pro model for our team. But if we tried to put college kids out there, they'd get beat. At the very least, it's time for a new generation of American basketball players. Kevin Durant's been wonderful. I'm not sure they win it without him. But it's time for the younger guys to take over. It'll be interesting to watch Team USA shape the roster over the next three years. The 2024 games in Paris will be here before you know it. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast-acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com. Promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Stay at the top of your game with M-Drive, the supplement for driven guys who want to compete like they did when they were younger. Packed with clinically tested ingredients to help you fight back against aging, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels while adding vitamins and nutrients to boost energy and strength. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Or if you're out and about, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Join the community of guys refusing to let age slow them down. Don't let age beat you. Get M. Is it finally time to pull the trigger on a new golf cart? Or is the cart you currently have struggling to make it around the course? Let NEA Golf Cars and Paracool get you rolling. Come by and see the selection of Onward Cars by Club Car. And then you can finish your new ride out with original Club Car accessories. NEA Golf Cars also is used cars from a variety of brands and can also take care of your current cart with accessories, tires, wheels, batteries, tune-ups, and more. Go by and see them on Highway 49 North or call them at 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars and Paracool. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. I'm Harold Clark from Clark Property Insurance. For all your insurance needs, go to clarkins.net or call 931-7100. Time for new tires? Head to Placid Tire Service today and save up to $90 instantly on eligible Firestone tires. Exclusively at Placid Tire Service, save $50 instantly when you buy four eligible Firestone tires and increase your savings to $90 when you use your Placid Tire Service card. Offer valid July 9th through August 31st, 2021. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval, see store for complete details. If you want the best deal on Firestone tires, plus up to $90 in instant savings, see Plaza Tire Service today. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. 
All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen, Kate with you here for just a couple more minutes before the music hits again and wraps up the noon hour. <clears throat> but we do have open phone lines right now at 9303-776. If you had to win one college football game, what coach, you can go with a current coach or a former coach, would you want on the sideline? I want to take a quick pause from, from the sports talk for a second. Because I have an important PSA to share with you all. Something I learned from this weekend. And again, this is nothing sports related in any way, shape, or form. So to tell you just a quick nugget about my weekend. My dad was in town Saturday. Very excited. I bought a house a couple months ago. This was the first time he was, he was coming by to see it. So frantic morning, cleaning the house. Trying to look like I don't have an 80-pound dog that gets dog hair everywhere. Okay, fine. All good. Ready to go to lunch. I get a phone call from my stepmom. And their car is dead. All right, so... Probably just a battery, right? That's usually why most cars won't start. So drive up to the Coles parking lot. Try and jump the car, nothing. So it's like, all right, we're just going to have to go get a new battery. Thankfully, there's multiple places, even on a Saturday afternoon, where you can go and knock that out pretty quick if you're there in the uh, the Highland Caraway area. And then my dad, like most of us do when we leave a vehicle, locked all the doors. Except... Most vehicles now only have keyless entry. Some of you, when you purchased your vehicle, if you've gotten it within the last five or six years, they didn't give you a key, right? You just got a little key fob. So my dad locks the doors in a vehicle with a dead battery. So if the batteries are dead, how do you get your keyless entry to work? And if you can't get your keyless entry to work, how do you get in the vehicle to pop the hood to replace the battery? So here's what I learned this weekend that I want to pass on to everybody that, again, is nothing to do with sports. You always have a key with you, even if you don't realize it, as long as you have your key fob. Look on the back of it, and there should be some kind of little, something you can click or slide over or whatever, and a key will magically pop out of the top of your key fob. And then all you have to do is just figure out where in your car you have to use it because a lot of you you look at the exterior of your car and do you see a keyhole no so just do a little quick google search on your make and model figure out where to insert the key and you're all good you want to talk about a panic (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out how to get in a car with no key with a dead battery turns out there was a key all along so there you go i hope you never have that issue it was an unenjoyable day but i did get fed and my dad got to see my house so (laughs) it could have been worse coming up in hour two of the program uh, we'll continue to share some of our our thoughts and uh, observances from Arkansas State football start of spring camp also we'll go ahead and throw in a little baseball talk we'll continue the conversation here on the KavanaughCars.com question in terms of uh, if you had to win one football game what, uh, what college coach would you want on the sideline in terms of recent guys Guys we've seen play in, or excuse me, guys we've seen coach in the past decade. The guy with the highest winning percentage? Urban Meyer. He's third on the list all time. He's won 85.4% of his games, stretching back to his time at Bowling Green, and then Utah, and then Florida, and then Ohio State. So that's a name on the list to think about. Also, one more college football note. Go ahead and put this in your calendar. The first AP preseason top 25 is going to drop one week 
from today. One week from today, we're probably going to be talking about it right now. It's going to come out at 11 o'clock on August the 16th. Might as well just go ahead and put a fun reminder in your calendar. You've got all these reminders about bills and everything else. Just put a note. AP poll drops August 16th. Already looking forward to it. Keep it right here. We've got one more hour to go after this on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Sports Update from KDA. Brands have been playing the entire service. It's practice number four of fall camp for the football Red Wolves this afternoon on the A-State campus. They worked out in pads yesterday for the first time in fall camp. Matt Russo has become a first-time winner on the PGA Tour. He defeated Michael Holloman 225-197 to 197 yesterday in the finals of the Jonesboro Open at Hijinks Family Entertainment Center. In golf, a wild finish in the final round of the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational yesterday at TPC Southwind as Mexico's Abraham Answer won his first PGA Tour title, winning in the second hole of sudden death, defeating Sam Burns and Hideki Matsuyama. The Cardinals dropped the final game of their series to Kansas City yesterday. The Royals scoring the winning run in the top of the ninth after a two-hour, ten-minute rain delay, winning the game 6-5. Cardinals are off today. They'll open a series tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service in Jonesboro, Pocahontas, and Kennett, and that's the latest from the ticket. Sky Transmissions, with over 15 years' experience in GM transmissions and a one-year unlimited mile warranty on all builds. For performance builds, reach to the sky. Sky Transmissions, listen to our customers. Great people, solid work. If you need a transmission pulled, rebuilt, and put back in your vehicle, Sky Transmission is the place to go. Come see us at our new location, 129 County Road 4061, just across from the Jordan Sun Highway 1 South. Call 870-333-8573. That's 333-8573. Or check out Sky Transmissions. On Facebook. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore Same Day Guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call, or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more. Don't sell. Where are we going? I thought you wanted to get some stuff for the party. We're going to the old country store off the Cash River in Sedgwick, just 10 miles from Jonesboro. Yeah, but we need something besides beer and wine, don't we? The old country store has all spirits now. I'm taking you to see all your favorite men. Oh, you mean Jack, Jim, Jose, and Johnny. Yep. You know, Jose's my favorite. Keep your clothes on this time. The proceeding was recorded by fully paid voice actors. The Old Country Store and Spirits, 16067 Highway 63 East in Sedgwick, just 10 miles from Dan Avenue. The Old Country Store. I've been a farmer all my life, and I know how important it is that we never miss a season. So let's vaccinate Arkansas to stop COVID-19. It's safe, effective, and rigorously tested. Do it for yourself, for your family, and for Arkansas. This is our best shot to get to the other side of the pandemic. Save lives. Get your vaccination. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. You're listening to KNEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket.
Halftime's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Kara Ritchie, Kate Carlton hanging out. 9303776 is the number to call. If you had to win one college football game, what coach, former or current, would you want on the sideline? Uh, the big coaching news over the weekend, unfortunately, the, uh, the passing away of Bobby Bowden, who accomplished, well, a lot at, uh, at Florida State. A couple of natties, 93 and 99. He was the coach of the year a couple of different times. And all in all, he was at Florida State. Gosh, this is just unthinkable today. I didn't. I, I knew he was there for a while, but I hadn't checked the dates. He was there from 1976 to 2009. You don't, you don't, you don't see that in college football. Nope. You see that, you know what, you see that occasionally in in college baseball there are some college baseball coaches that it, it seems like i guess the the time spent at a university by a successful coach in college baseball is typically lengthier than than any other sport but heck how many how many of you period period have worked for the same company for 3 decades or longer guess in terms of people listening right now I'm gonna guess it's a it's a short list so the type of career uh, that he had there at Florida State was incredible of course one of the things that that he also did um, is he was very active uh, very supportive very much a a speaker and advocate of of FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes in fact I know I think he spoke, he spoke in Arkansas within the past decade as a guest speaker for the FCA. And I know that's how some people, you know, some people in this area have heard him speak before due to, due to that. But uh, an incredible legacy that he leaves. Of course, his son, Terry, is now the head football coach of ULM. Uh, and he had stepped away from the team just uh, just a couple of days ago. In fact, I feel like maybe it was just, that was just announced Friday yeah. that he was going to step away for a little bit, uh, and and the program would be ran, ran by a coordinator, whoever. And then his uh, father passed away just yesterday. But uh, Terry Bowden put out a really touching statement, uh, saying, "Quote." My father passed away peacefully early this morning with all six of his children and my mother here by his side. I couldn't have asked for a better personal mentor than my father. He was a wonderful husband and father who relied on a strong Christian faith to provide the foundation for his life. I was also fortunate to be raised by a football coach who had a reputation for coaching the right way his entire career. He was admired by everyone who played for him or coached against him. As a family, we will embrace all of those wonderful memories and celebrate a life well lived. My family has been touched by the outpouring of love and support from our families and friends in Warhawk Nation, the Bowden family 
thanks you. 91 years old. A heck of a run. There is, uh, there is no doubt about it. Maybe he's your answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question. If not, I would love to hear more from you on the Ritter Communications Hotline. 9303776 is the number to call. Absolutely called up Kavanaugh this weekend with the key fiasco. <laughs> but thankfully, we were able to, to figure it out. But uh, appreciate them, as always, helping however they could. And then, of course, uh, sponsoring the question of the day as well. They're a phenomenal one-stop shop for those of you looking for a, a new or a new-to-you vehicle. Because the cool thing about their website is just how much you can knock everything out before you, you go to the dealership. Um, you can go ahead and make sure you're pre-approved before you ever go up, up there. You can go ahead and uh, figure out what your trade um, could be appraised for. So that way you kind of know what your, your buying power is when you go up there. You can figure out your payment calculator. Uh, they have a payment calculator on, on the site, so you can make sure you don't overextend yourself or anything. So, again, just a, a great website at KavanaughCars.com. A few of you today, I think this is kind of neat, you, you've taken an A-State direction with this in terms of if you had to win one game, which former A-State coach would you want on the sideline? And there are two camps. There is the Hugh Freeze camp, and there is the Gus Malzahn camp. Both very successful coaches in their career. I think Gus is about to crush it at UCF. Yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, you know, we've already seen Hugh Freeze work Liberty into a couple national conversations, just in terms of, of them being a surprise team. They had a really good season last year. They beat Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina's bowl game, the only loss of the season. So... Hugh Freeze could definitely coach. There's no doubt about that. It's just he's had some interesting other things that have followed in his career. Which direction would you lean on that? Oh, I'm going to go Malzahn. Okay. I, I mean, for, for a lot, A, I think Malzahn's a better coach. Uh, I don't think Malzahn gets – Freeze, to me, sometimes gets – too cute offensively, okay, and it backfires on him. I don't think Malzahn does. I think Malzahn's a really good coach. I mean, I honestly like he did just as good of a job as anyone has done at Auburn in the last twenty or thirty years. You know, just I think he's going to crush it at UCF. I think UCF is going to be top fifteen with by next year. If we're looking at you know former A State coaches who are. Poised for the most success coming into the 2022, 21-22 season. I mean, Gus is, Gus is at the top of the list. And then you put Hugh, and then, heck, you might put Grant McCaslin, and then you put Brian Harson to go multiple sports. But I could be wrong. I just yeah, I just still don't see that fit. Yeah, the, the Auburn deal is just going to be interesting. I'm interested. I would love to know where they're at two months from now, what their record is in mid-October. And if it is not what the Auburn faithful want it to be like, how will Brian Harson hand handle that level of scrutiny and handle that level of pressure from rabid SEC fans and media? With the block button, <laughs> you can't you can't go around and block every single person on social media who ever says anything even remotely negative about you 
I mean, it's not like when A-State fans were frustrated, it's not like uh, there were multiple people that are just like, oh, you suck, you're terrible, you should never coach, you should step away right now. Sometimes it would be simple things. Like, I wish I wish Brian Harson hadn't called that play there. Or, you know, I just, I, I wish, it, they were small things. Very standard criticism. And yes, some booing. I don't, I don't love seeing home fans boo the home team, but that's okay. But man, I guess if you just block it all out, you can pretend <laughs> you don't hear it. But I'm curious how many number of people are on his block list. I got like four on mine. What do you think he has? Four hundred or four thousand? Oh yeah, that's. I don't even know if I've ever tweeted at Brian Harson in my life. Because like at one point, I went back and searched for any tweets with the name yes. Brian Harson in them, and I'm still blocked. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Uh, if you're not there yet, don't worry, friend. You'll get there. In no time at all, you two can be a member of the Brian Harson Blocked Me on it's, Twitter club. It's not like it's this it's, some exclusive club. There's no. a lot of people in this club. No, it's there's there's a lot of us. Just come on over. It's fun here. One day we'll have a meeting. We'll have punch and pie. It'll be great. Nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call. Certainly back around to, to A-State here for a little bit. Wanted to, Originally wanted to bring you guys some audio from the players, but the it, it sounds awful. It's so windy in the background. It's just not very enjoyable to, to listen to. So I will kind of somewhat recap what we heard yesterday from tight end Reed Tyler and defensive back Jarius Romanic. Um, and, and this is nothing insanely insightful, but, but I will tell you this, and this has been the case with uh, the two players I just mentioned with with Caleb Bonner and Ivory Scott, who we heard from on Friday. And it's one of the things that, that continues to bring me optimism for the upcoming season. Now we knew, you know what the offseason focus is typically with any team. They get in the weight room, they get stronger, whatever. And I think we saw that in, you know, it, it looks like that from the videos we saw tweeted out from strength and conditioning coach Jeff Jones. It looks like those guys were getting after it, uh, getting excited for their teammates when they they hit a personal best or anything like that. But but one of the things that Jones introduced was the fourth and one program. And when he joined us several months ago to talk about who would be speaking at that program, I mean, it was, look, the dude dropped names, right? It was Charles Barkley. It was Travis Kelsey. It was Demario Davis. Um, there were a couple other people that he, that he mentioned. And then it wasn't just pro athletes. It was people who were um, well-regarded in different professional careers. Um, there were mental health specialists. There were drug addiction specialists. There were um, scientists and doctors. There was Governor Aza Hutchinson. And when you talk to these guys about their offseason and you bring up the 4th and 1 program, without fail, these players light up like Christmas trees. They are so excited to talk about what they learn from these different speakers, whether it is something in regards to on the field or off it. Uh, For example, Reed Tyler was pretty excited to talk about what he heard from Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's a guy who's played for Butch Jones. That's a guy who played his same position. And you started to, to ask Reed Tyler about what he learned. And he talks about, you know, things off the field, but then also on the field, how he can get better in this aspect as a tight end and another aspect as a tight end, how he can get better as a leader and things like that. And he just, these guys just want to tell you what they've learned. Same thing with Romanic. Um, Romanic just, I just, I like this young man. 
Um, not that there are players on the roster that I'm just like, ah. but just the way that he seems like he is so determined to be a leader both on the field and off of it. And the ways that he wants to lead and, and the things that are important to him. Like standing up and speaking to his teammates and to all the other Arkansas State student-athletes when um, you know, they had their... their when they did their march through campus and things like that. I'm pretty sure he was one of the, the players that addressed everybody. But to hear him talk about, you know, what he's learned through these programs, what he what he took from DeMario Davis's speech in particular. It just, I just continue to be impressed. Again, look, we're going to play a lot of Butch Jones audio over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of it is just going to kind of sound like different versions of the same thing. Um, he's very measured in what he says. Uh, thank goodness he's finally at least started to drop player names in terms of guys that he likes from a leadership perspective and, and things like that. But just like in spring, what continues to blow my mind is just how invested the players are, how excited they are. Um, looking at, at Reed Tyler, one of the things that he pointed out is uh, in talking about leadership, he says there are, quote, at least one or two veterans, quote, that have stepped up to be a leader at every single position and guide the newcomers. Um, he talked about the tight end room and said that that's a group that's, that's meshed together. And the guys have kind of identified their teammates' strengths and weaknesses. So they try and, you know, work together to accentuate the positive, I guess you could, you could say. With Romanic, um, one of the things that, that he talked about that I really like to hear is, is how he views leadership. And he doesn't necessarily sound like a rah-rah guy, but he still sounds like a vocal leader. And what I mean by that is, is he's, the, he's the encourager teammate, the teammate that sees another teammate that's fatigued or tired or down or whatever and goes and talks to them and, and encourages them. And one of the phrases that he used was, you know, when he was talking about his teammates who were struggling, just to relate to them that it's not just them, but they have to battle together. Quote, we go harder together, end quote, was what he said. So again, Butch is going to say the same stuff. We're, we're going to play you a lot of comments that you're going to feel like maybe you've heard before by the time fall camp is all said and done. But I, I continue to be kind of blown away by the way the players talk, by the way they've bought in, by how much they stress the process, by how much they're focused on, and this is a phrase we've already heard so many times, getting 1% better each day. It's impossible not to get excited. One more note here in terms of what uh, Romanic said. Following practice yesterday, he was asked about the players that caught his eye. And the first player he mentioned was James Blackman. Of course, is competing for the starting quarterback spot. But uh, he, was, he was really complimentary of especially his attitude. Thing had a positive attitude, great work, that, work ethic. But then also pointed out that uh, he has a cannon as well. So positive, positive attitude with a cannon is not going to be a way that anybody is ever mad about hearing a potential starting quarterback described. Positive attitude with a cannon. I think everybody will take it. Uh, he also mentioned Leon Jones by name, who is uh, there to compete for one of the starting cornerback jobs. That was the guy who had the monster 45-inch vertical, uh, which again is, is... I went through and read Bruce Feldman's Freaks list today which is where he goes through and, and compiles a list of, of all of the guys in college football at multiple levels, not just at FBS, but who are just freakishly athletic. We've talked about Ryan Carruthers being on this list in the past. 
But only one guy on that list had a vertical higher than Jones' 45-inch vertical. And it was only 45 and a half, so it was just, it was just barely. Uh, Romanik also mentioned Kavon Bennett and uh, JoJo. Joe Azugu. So, I asked Butch Jones about where Kavon Bennett was going to fit into this defense. He played linebacker at Tennessee. He was good at it. Uh, but, you know, when I first started hearing him get talked about here, I, I thought he would play there, maybe defensive end. He's listed on the roster as a defensive lineman. Interior is, is typically how they're noted. And just size and weight, I don't didn't really feel like that would be a fit for him. But then asking Jones where he would play. And Jones said, quote, we'll use him all over. The more he can grow into some different positions in terms of mentally, we'd like to be able to move him uh, all over, whether it's at linebacker, outside linebacker, defensive end, you name it, we'd like to play him there. I just cannot envision anything other than a monster season for this guy. But um, we'll see how it goes. Sit pause. We're on a little bit of a new show schedule. Trying to get accustomed to it. But uh, I tell you what, we will continue to have open phone lines during the break. 9303776. Keep it right here. We'll be back in a moment on the ticket. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 9303776. Be part of a company that helps get food to grocery stores, medicine to pharmacies, and online orders to customers around the world. Hytrill has been an industry leader for over half a century, and they're ready for you to join their team. Design and build new conveyor systems and technology at a company that people want to work with and want to work for. One that puts its employees, partners, and customers first. Join the Hytrill family. Apply today at careers.hytrill.com. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Farmers, Pico Foods says thank you for your continued business. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth generation family owned business, is committed to doing business with local producers. And right now, Pico is booking new crop corn and Milo. If you haven't called Pico Foods, do so today to take advantage of their always competitive prices. Call today in Arkansas and Missouri. David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman at 601-670-9383. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. You'll be glad you chose collision repair to get your car back to normal after an accident get your vehicle fixed right the first time call collision repair at 935-9482 hey folks clark said chris with harris ford if you're currently in the need of a car truck or suv please come to harris ford and view our vast selection of new and programmed ford cars trucks and suvs plus an unmatched selection of used vehicles in tip-top shape with really low miles. President Awards service at Harris Ford, exit 85 off of Highway 67 at Newport. You'll like what we do. 
Who remembers opening a checking account and selecting checks to fit your style? Well, now you can do the same thing with your debit card at the Bank of Fayetteville and Farmers and Merchants Bank. Whether your passion is nature, athletics, or even fashion like leopard print or tie-dye, drop by your favorite branch or look online at mebanking.com to see all our new designer debit card selections. The Bank of Fayetteville and Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back. The Workday Red Zone. Kara Richie, Kate Carlton here with you. Question of the day, if you had to win a one single solitary college football game, what coach would you want on the sideline? It could be a current, current coach. It could be a former coach. And you can call us and tell us about it or answer on social media. Good responses on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Interesting response from Mr. A. He throws out the name Buddy Stevens. Saying, quote, he wins most games, and if not, he's at least entertaining. I'll be honest. I missed that season of Last Chance U. But Buddy Stevens is currently the head coach at East Mississippi Community College. And, yeah, he's kind of good. Career record, 115 and 16. So he's the JUCO all-time leader in win percentage. Pretty, pretty good. In fact, uh, if we started looking at uh, JUCO and Division One coaches in, in win percentage, I don't know about FCS because I don't have that leaderboard. But in the top 25, the only person Buddy Stevens would, would trail in terms of win percentage is Newt Rockney. So that's not... Yeah, that's 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 not bad. <laughs> that's not bad company. Like, ah, yeah. you know, the only guy better than me is Newt Rockney. Okay, go Buddy Stevens. Yeah, you know, he, he Buddy Stevens is a better coach than Jason Brown, but his seasons weren't nearly as interesting as <laughs> Jason Brown's. I'll say that on Last Chance You. I am really out of the loop on my Last Chance watching. I will tell you, I I did watch the season. One of the seasons with Jason Brown. How many seasons with Jason Brown were there? There were two with Buddy Stevens, two with Jason Brown. Okay. And then they did one like out in San Francisco or something. I don't know. It wasn't as good. I guess I watched, I guess I would have watched maybe the second season with Jason Brown. It was one that Kalen Davis was in. Because why would you not watch yeah, that one? That was the best one. Okay. It was a season where, you know, you had a, an A-State tie-in reason to watch. And of course... KD had the all-timer of a quote where he was asked to write a 20-page paper. and said, that's not a paper, that's a Harry Potter book. Still, some all-timer audio right there from KD. 930-3776 is the number to call. Again, you can weigh with us. Want to switch gears, catch up on the Cardinals, I guess, for a minute. Um, I, I guess, technically, we could we could quit talking about them. This seg- There's no sponsored segment with Cardinal Baseball. I just really feel like I'm just turn on my TV every night and just say, I can't quit you and just watch whatever they happen to do. Now, they played a bad team over the weekend. So, uh, no issues on Friday. 
in dealing with the Royals. No real issues on Saturday in dealing with the Royals, at least from a pitching perspective, even though uh, they didn't necessarily get a lot of innings from the starters, at least on, on Friday and Saturday. You had good work from the bullpen, which especially on, on Friday night was so good to see because you go back to that last game against the Braves where the pitching just had an all-timer epic implosion. You had to wonder what they would do to bounce back from that. Because again, that, that last game against the Braves, that was the night where they walked in not one, not two, not even three. Four straight bases-loaded walks. So how did the bullpen bounce back from that? They went out and crushed it Friday night. They were awesome. I think uh, that was the night that maybe KK. No, excuse me, on Saturday, I think that that was the night that uh, the start was abbreviated there. So you had an abbreviated start, had to really rely heavily on the bullpen to be able to navigate through it on Saturday, and they were fine. They were great, actually. On Saturday. Five innings from the bullpen. In fact, only one hit given up in those five innings. Not a single walk given up in those five innings. Progress. Man. So you start to get excited. You're like, all right, well, maybe it was just one of those nights against the Braves where just sometimes, sometimes it's like everybody just is terrible all at once. Sometimes you see games like that across all sports. It's like one guy's having a bad night, so everybody's having a bad night. So maybe they got it out of their system. But then again, you get to Sunday against the Royals and a little bit of a different outcome there. What what you worry about is I think, you know, this week what we've seen now is we've seen Alex Reyes take a couple different losses there at the back end of, of the bullpen. And... You know, he's kind of put in a, a tough situation on Sunday. But I go and I, I'm starting to look at his game log. And I'm getting a little bit nervous. And if the Cardinals are, are continue to just be as out of this as they are right now. If it, if it doesn't look like it's getting better. And spoiler alert here, it's not getting better in terms of the standings. I really wish they would they would lighten his workload. This guy has just had so many different injury issues. He's still young. And in the last <laughs> in the last week or so it hasn't been great. August has not been great for Alex Reyes. He's still a great pitcher, but they could take down the workload just a little bit. I personally would feel a little bit better about it. Uh, in the in the month of August, Alex Reyes has pitched three innings again. So this is a really small sample size. Three innings uh, across um, four appearances. He's given up four runs, three earned. He's only given up two hits in those three innings. But he's walked four. And he has an ERA of nine. So... You go back to, gosh, actually, after the All-Star break. The numbers from the All-Star break to to now aren't great. Now, he's had a lot of clean innings. But, of course, when relief pitchers have issues, they usually look terrible. There's not any kind of way to have a slightly bad outing as a relief pitcher. 
seems like you're either fine, you get through an inning unscathed, or you give up like two runs and you cost your team the game. But he's having a great season overall. He really is. 2.31 earned run average. Uh, 25 saves that's tied for third. But, again, if the Cardinals are going to continue to fall out of contention, which there's nothing that we've seen that that makes you think that all of a sudden we're going to wake up next week and they're not going to be double-digit games back in the NL Central. Lighten his load for the final two months of the year. Cardinals 10.5 back today. So, I mean, they lost like a half a game last week. Maybe. It's just been close to 10 at this point in time for so long that it just it doesn't even matter. What is slightly interesting now in the NL Central race is whether or not the Reds can actually make a competition out of it. They won five yeah. in a row. And uh, I saw on, on Baseball Reference, their, their chances of making the playoffs aren't all of a sudden, uh, nobody blinked and all of a sudden they're great, but they went from 16% to 28% over the weekend. So if you <laughs> talk about a bittersweet situation, if you hate the Brewers, well, maybe there's a team who can catch them in the Central. But, oh, hey, look, it's the Reds. So I don't know how anybody feels about that. I know, I know what, several Cubs fans. I know several Cardinals fans. I don't know anybody who likes the Reds. Yeah, I don't know who I hate more, the Reds or the Brewers. It's kind of a, you know, danged if you do, danged if you don't type of deal. Nobody's really going to be doing much in terms of uh, moves in the standing state. Well, I say that. There's five games going on today. Two of them do involve NL Central teams, though. So at 5 o'clock, it'll be the Reds, and they'll be playing Cleveland. Cleveland's not that great. That's an excellent opportunity there. Uh, White Sox and Twins play tonight. Brewers at Wrigley tonight. So that'll be an interesting one. And then uh, Yankees, Royals, Marlins, Padres. That's it. That's your entire MLB slate tonight. Normally we don't go through the entire MLB schedule, but when you got five games, why would you not? <laughs> yeah, hey, the Cubs Brewers tomorrow night will be interesting. Justin Steele makes his first big league start. He was out of the bullpen earlier this year, but the Cubs' top pitching prospect is now back up as a starter. So okay. Six-man rotation to close out the year. That's exciting. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because, again, if, if, if you're not in contention, you can at least look around and see what you've got to possibly put you in contention in 2022-2023. You get to see those glimpses. So it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. You're not watching John Lester and Jay Happ pitch every five days. Yeah, I mean, hey, he had, a, he had like a 2 ERA out of the bullpen in the big leagues and then had like a 1.2 ERA as a starter in AAA. So I'm excited. What's his name again? Uh, Justin Steele. Making a middle note for my fantasy roster later, which is all <laughs> of a sudden turned into a tire fire. Nobody cares, though. Nine three zero three seven seven six. Other notes from around baseball, though. Uh, just quickly before we go to a break. Nothing super exciting in, in terms of Major League Baseball, though. I will tell you the Giants are 30 games over five hundred. That is just absolutely absurd I mean and great for them good for them nobody saw them coming at the beginning of the season and now they are starting to you know put a little bit of separation between themselves and the Dodgers and the Padres although heck Dodgers are still good we saw what all they did at the trade deadline Padres are still good but 30 games above 500 is is very very impressive and they don't show 
any sign of, of slowing down. Dodgers did get a little bit of help this weekend from Albert Pujols. Hit a home run against his former team. It was a freeway series, so it was Dodgers and Angels. And Albert up to 14 homers in the year. And his numbers are at least average now, which isn't necessarily great for Albert because this guy's a 300 hitter, but uh, it might say more about baseball than it does about Albert since Major League Baseball averages are like at 240 now, and that's where he's at. But I do have to wonder if if he'll have that opportunity to catch A-Rod on the home run leaderboard or not. With his home run over the weekend, that puts him exactly 20 back of Alex Rodriguez. All right, sounds good. And that honestly seems like a little bit a little bit of a task for Albert with who knows how much time left in his career. Even if he is on a roster for a couple more seasons. It's not going to be as an everyday starter. Definitely not in the National League. <sighs> he needs the universal DH approved this offseason. That's what he needs. One more note on the weekend. I think we saw the slowest pitch ever <laughs> recorded yeah. in Major 33 League. miles an hour? No, 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 no. 31. Oh, 31. Okay. You did, don't, don't try and pad his stats here with those extra two miles an hour. I'm excited about this because he's a Texas Ranger. It's third baseman Brock Holt. And uh, typically on Tuesdays, we talk with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, and sometimes he's not too excited to talk Rangers baseball with us. But we're absolutely going to talk about this 31-mile-per-hour heater that Brock Holt. <laughs> that took like eight years to drop. It just like completely <laughs> falls out of the frame, and then just all of a sudden it drops. What If you're in your office right now, and you're streaming us at 95.3theticket.com, take the closest piece of paper to you, wad it up, and throw it in your trash can. Because congratulations, you probably just threw a projectile faster than an MLB pitcher did over the weekend. So we'll take a break here while you pat yourself on the back for that. Congrats. Hey, keep it here with us. Uh, we still got more to come on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call, or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. Join Lori and Preston this Friday, 11 to 1, at Stadium View Apartments for the Fall 2021 Big Move-In Day. Stadium View offers two- and four-bedroom units, resort-style amenities, and a convenient location to the A-State campus. Call 870-520-6326 or visit liveatstadiumview.com. Stadium View, luxury student living at affordable prices. 2508 East Johnson. Football season is just around the corner, and that means now's the time for a trip to Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro. Play It Again has everything you need to get your player gridiron ready, no matter the age. 
gloves, helmets, apparel, even footballs and training equipment. You can get it all at Play It Again. And if you have equipment lying around your house that's outgrown or no longer being used, take it by Play It Again and turn it into cash. It's never the off-season at Play It Again Sports, located at the corners of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. This is Davey Carter with Centennial Bank. At Centennial, we're proud of our long-standing relationship with Arkansas State University. Whether it's opening up a new account at our on-campus banking center, we're cheering with you at Centennial Bank Stadium. And we're embracing our newest Red Wolf leaders as well, including our hard-charging football coach, Butch Jones, and our new athletic director, Tom Bowen. At Centennial, our promise is to always be here for you. We're building legacies, one Red Wolf at a time. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Are you looking for a starter home in Jonesboro or maybe a place to downsize to? Well, I have it. I just listed a newer home with three bedrooms, two baths, double garage, open floor plan, kitchen with all appliances, a separate laundry room, central heat and air, and lots more. It also has a small back porch that leads out to a great backyard with a privacy fence. Don't miss this home. Call me now, Angie Gallagher at 870-219-5159, or you can check it out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Hi, I'm Darren Dahl and Miss Arkansas 2019 and 2020. For me, the choice to get vaccinated was incredibly easy. I wanted the opportunity to get back to the normal that we were all used to and start to go outside in public and feel a little bit better about everything again. You can protect somebody's grandmother, somebody's parents. You're protecting your community by being vaccinated yourself. I encourage all Arkansans to go out and get their COVID-19 vaccine. Save lives. Get your vaccination. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate still with you. 9303776 is the number to call. We do still have another break after this, right? We changed the breaks. I'm a little yeah. confused. Okay. I didn't know if that was the last break music or the next to last break music. I don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> it's a Monday. We're just out here winging it. Uh, I tell you one thing that we're doing. As a nation, you can stop pretending to care about the Olympics. Um, for Because for some of you, that's what <laughs> it was. Let's be honest. Um, not some. I think mostly all. I feel... I love the olympics normally i I really do i get really geeked out on it and i I love watching the athletes and it's so much fun and there's always you know big names that you've heard of going into the olympics but then you always become a huge fan of somebody that you know prior to two weeks ago you'd never heard of before in your life and i'm sure you watch track and field but then you might watch like synchronized swimming or rhythmic gymnastics or, or just something else that randomly catches your eye when you're flipping channels and I'm going to tell you, I did none of that this year personally. And we talked a, a lot about just how weird of a slate it was with these Olympics being time delayed. But 
it it just was not a huge national story and huge national conversation in years past. There have definitely been years where if you sat down in front of your TV and you watched like a swimming race, you felt like half of America was watching it with you. Yeah. And I I did not feel like that. No. The I, few races that I watched. I didn't watch a single second of the U.S. men's France gold medal game. And that's something that I usually, if we're playing in the gold medal game, I'm yeah. watching it in basketball. Did not watch a single second. I watched I watched some swimming because it was live in, in primetime. So that was cool. Um, that was a good event to catch. And plus, I'm a huge Rowdy Gaines fan because that dude, uh, 99% of the time, I just don't really care that much about swimming. But he makes it feel exciting and just he gets you hyped up when you're listening to him so it's like yes swimming tell me about this four by four Woo! whatever race i don't even know i don't even know what the strokes are but but uh so much of the rest of it it was just it was difficult to get into didn't feel like anybody else was really watching but i will tell you this when one important takeaway the u.s crushed it it's all you need to know the u.s won not only the overall medal count which is cool but because of the way so many women's teams pretty much kicked butt and took names at the end with the basketball team winning and the volleyball team winning and like a random golden rifle they weren't expecting. Or maybe it was cycling. I apologize. I get my rifling and my cycling mixed up. But the U.S. ends up winning 39 golds to barely edge out China at 38. So walk around and yell about that just be like red wolf mark just be like we're in america this is america this is america jerry's with us on the phone hey jerry how you doing fine how are y'all doing for a monday hey, so far so good how about yourself <laughs> pretty good um hey <clears throat> i was gonna call right before the break and then you put the question of the day out there and i had to think long enough <laughs> for just a little bit i thought well heck i gotta get my wits about me before i call her uh, two coaches come to my mind. One, if you go by wins and losses, probably not the best. But Hayden Fry for Iowa. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, during my college years, uh, uh, Tony Brother, his dad had coached under him, and I got to watching him over the years. And I just always liked him and his style. And, you know, he wasn't prolific, you know, per se. I mean, he, he bought some early success to Iowa that they hadn't had in the Big Ten, but that didn't mean – much to too many people below the Mason-Dixon line, did it? But uh, anyway, uh, Lou Holtz is okay. still one of my favorites. He, he can take any team, turn them around, and uh, I just really enjoyed Lou Holtz as one of my premium coaches. Uh, seems like I call every year and ask about this, but uh, what's going on or what have you gotten from coach or whatever? And I may have missed part of the program if you had it, but on special teams this year, how are we looking? Well, one, I'm going to tell you that we don't get to watch, you know, from a media perspective, much practice. So I can't give you much personal insight. Actually, I, I can give you zero personal insight in, into what I've seen as far as that. But I will tell you that, that that continues to be an aspect of the game that Jones continues to talk about and continues to harp about. Uh, you go back to, to yesterday and he actually specifically called out special teams in terms of, of not necessarily being thrilled uh, with their play. But... It wasn't all doom and gloom. In fact, I think by the time even we got done talking with him, he had talked himself into 
uh, feeling a little bit better about it than he did at the beginning of the situation. But I, I will say, Jerry, I, I just expect this aspect to be dramatically improved. I, I really do. Because just as much as he's talked about it, as much as he's harped on it, the amount of staff that have taken care of it that they did not previously. I mean, there is a special teams coordinator. There is a designated uh, special teams analyst. So they've got more eyeballs on that aspect of the field that are dedicated solely to making that unit improving than they have in several years. Maybe they can capitalize or you know get more out of what they have, even if we don't have an ace kicker or an ace returner or you know a big point man or a big you know game changer kind of returner. Um, wish Blaze Taylor come back, don't you? I mean, uh, he was he was awfully good at what he did there in the punt game. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just nice to have somebody back to return that you feel like can do something anyway. Well, A State had that last year in the kickoff game with Rashad Paul, and he had a couple three fantastic returns called back due to penalties. Right. So, so I think yeah. I think the ex- I don't know who's going to be excelling in the return game this year to be honest with you there's just so many new guys brought in I don't know if Jones has maybe designated one of those guys for punt return or kick return but I can tell you that some of the things that we saw hurt a state in special teams over the years things like the blocks in the back and and stuff like that I I do not expect to see those this season or if we see those expect to see them far more just more rarely but sometimes cutting off the bleeding is the best part so we don't hurt ourselves maybe that's a help but uh did i hear jc talking one time about we got a punter from the same area that um oh gosh the cody grace is from uh uh yes there is an australian punter uh um oh my gosh i just drew a blank who's the punter we had cody grace cody gosh how do you forget a name like that but anyway yeah, I'd, I'd love to have someone even close to him. He just—he was just—he spoiled us, didn't he? He did. He was awfully, awfully good at what what he did. But uh, Ryan Dads is a punter out of Hawthorne, Australia. Cody Grace was from Perth. I know almost nothing about my Australian geography. So those of you that can find Hawthorne, those of you can find that can find Perth, you guys can figure out how from how far apart they are. But yes, there is there is an Aussie punter on the roster. I got you. Well, maybe that'll help. One last question: Have you heard any talk uh, or speculation about any change with the tailgating? You know, they've opened everything up, you know, full fledged. Mm-hmm. But with this latest rise and everything, have you heard anything, or who would we check with uh, uh, about you know any possible restrictions? Because we got to make you know start making plans with tent companies and stuff. Sure, sure. I would um, I would imagine Jerry, being the longtime supporter that you are, you probably have a contact there with the the uh, Red Wolves Foundation. Um, so I would. Okay, so it's not necessarily the athletic department; it's the foundation. Then. Well, either just whoever you. Uh, Whoever you have access to via email or if you've got a phone number, you know, I would anticipate okay. I would anticipate that um, if there are changes, that's something that that will be there will be news sent out for everybody. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sure you would be on the press yeah. release list. But I didn't know if y'all heard anything and I'd missed it yet or anything. No. But the, 
No. Doesn't mean anything. I will tell you, um, on Wednesday, we're not going to talk with, with Tom Bowen, but we will be speaking with, I believe, Wes England, uh, who is who is going to come in, and um, he's in the the uh, kind of the new Adam Hawcap in terms of working with, with donors and, and the Red Wolves Foundation and stuff like that. So we'll double-check with him on Wednesday when we get to speak with him and, and just make sure there haven't been any updates. Sounds good. We'll listen. Thank you all. Thank you, Jerry. I can tell you that... Uh, the place that Cody Grace is from and the place that the new punter from Australia, Ryan Dads, is from, not close. But that's okay. I, this is going to sound like such a stupid American thing to say. I forget sometimes how big Australia is. Because <laughs> we've got it on our globe and it's just this little island that hangs out in the Pacific and, you know, everybody talks like the tortoise from Finding Nemo. But... <laughs> Those guys are from about 2,000 miles apart. If you tried to drive it, it would take you 37 hours. So same continent, not remotely close to the same town. But if they're anywhere close to the same punter, that's what's way, way more important. We've got one more break to take. We'll do it. We've got to come back and wrap things up on today's Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. You love your truck, and Placid Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Placid Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Placid Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. Next time you have a special occasion, make a memory you'll never forget with the help of Crown Limousine. Weddings, birthday parties, concerts, anniversaries, going out for dinner, or just because. Crown Limousine will help you make a memory that will last a lifetime. Choose from Crown Limousine's 14-passenger Hummer or one of their 10-passenger Lincolns. Crown Limousine has the right limo for your memory. Find Crown Limousine on Facebook and at crownlimo1.com. Call 215-0077 and reserve your next memory in motion with Crown Limousine. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest and Independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. This is Davey Carter with Centennial Bank. At Centennial, we're proud of our long-standing relationship with Arkansas State University. Whether it's opening up a new account at our on-campus banking center, we're cheering with you at Centennial Bank Stadium. And we're embracing our newest Red Wolf leaders as well, including our hard-charging football coach, Butch Jones, and our new athletic director, Tom Bowen. At Centennial, our promise is to always be here for you. We're building legacies, one Red Wolf at a time. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. 
Registration for the 2021 fall semester classes has begun at East Arkansas Community College in Forest City. The American Rescue Plan has funding that students may receive for the fall semester. Yes, that's right, free money for fall. Up to $1,200 for degree-seeking students enrolled in six or more hours. For more information, call 870-633-4480, extension 215, or email care at eacc.edu. Fall classes begin Monday, August 23rd. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. There are many programs available to get you trained and get you to work faster. Apply online at eacc.edu. Visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City or call 870-633-4480 and register today for the fall semester. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, uh, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got like four minutes to go. I have nothing else to talk about. I'm out of words. We can pass along some message board gossip. Please note those three words. Message board gossip. There were unverified message board reports out of Marshall that Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill was seen wandering around Huntington, West Virginia. He could have like a brother there and none of us would know. But what happens when you see a conference commissioner in a location where he is not commissioning a league school? Well, people want to talk. So those rumors are out there. Just thought we'd pass them along. We just will end up the show. We, we should pick a segment. From here on out, where we just throw out rumors, just try and start drama every day on the <laughs> show to see what we can stir up based on nothing factual whatsoever. But that is still, obviously, that's still a discussion in, in college football. It's quietened down um, as of last week. Now that everybody knows Texas and Oklahoma's destination, even if they don't necessarily know their arrival date. But you know that there are got to be. Still numerous conversations going on right now in college football behind the scenes about what comes next in realignment. I don't know what those conversations are. I don't have any good inside nuggets of info for you. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be like Texas and Oklahoma all over again in the sense that for most people that came out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it was the talk of the college football world for two weeks. The next round of realignment, probably going to be the same. Unless it is the Sun Belt taking in Marshall. And then congratulations, rando, thundering herd, message board, poster, for getting everybody up to speed (laughs) on that news. You did us all a great service, sir or madam. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Coming up on the program tomorrow, we anticipate a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Looking forward to that. Also, I uh, should be able to bring you some post-practice audio. Don't know why that wouldn't be the case, as the Red Wolves are slated to be back out there today, this afternoon. Uh, should be in full pads for the first time of the season. So very interested to hear Butch Jones talk about how the team is dealing both with uh, full pads for the first time and however hot it is outside. I don't want to go outside. I just need, I need somebody to deliver lunch exactly to where I'm sitting because it is going to be highly unpleasant. I can't imagine doing any kind of physical activity in it. 
uh, especially running around hitting other dudes. So we'll uh, we'll find out more coming up later on. Light slate for baseball tonight, but uh, we'll I'm sure talk more Cardinals with you tomorrow. So you guys know the drill. I think I hope at this point in time. We appreciate you hanging out though. Uh, keep it here. Dan Patrick is next, followed by the drive with Brad Bobo. He's back, by the way. Cade crushed it last week, filling in. Thank you. But uh, Bobo back today. Then also uh, coming up in the morning, Budrow back as well. So you can hear the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. JC with RWRC Radio here at 10. And then Kate and I will be back tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with everybody tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Yeah.